0: star wars rant podcast i'm your host brian Seddon. in i am joined by jacob furlow great to be here great to be here it's like your like first time jacob furlow it's
1: always a pleasure
0: <laughs> all right so we're just going to jump in we got some news we're going to cover uh we're also going to jump into the rise of kylo ren comic book one and two Okay, and uh, we're gonna I'm gonna go through that comic book for you, give that's, you a little bit of my background. That's my guess is that's
1: gonna be heavily spoiler related. Well, yeah, the whole thing. Okay, you know? all right, that's fine. I'm not. So gonna if you're to gonna s-
0: save it, then then yeah, but, I
1: still got to read the aftermath books, and
0: so right, and then um, and then we'll see where else we go. We might have some other things. I, I do have a if we have time and we get to it, the debate over Star Wars, the rise of Skywalker, is an example of the culture war. And uh, this is, Lord. We're not, we're, it's going to happen. We don't know. I don't know we're going to we get banned. If we have time for it, we'll get to that. Yeah, um, We're still on
1: Apple Podcast, right? Yeah, yeah right. we are. Because right. that's the platform that's all like the leftist agenda and yeah. stuff. So well, we
0: gonna, were gone and we got back on. Yeah. So um, Anyway, so let's just jump into it. I'm going to lead with, let, with this Let me story. just say
1: my stuff is much more lighthearted.
0: Okay. Right. Well, this is lighthearted. I okay. Mean, all right, so George Lucas would reportedly return to Star Wars, under one condition. Can you oh. guess what the condition would be? He has full control. Full control. Yeah. Did you see? Because I had it set. No, there. no. <laughs> I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, right, he's, so
1: not only is he that type of guy, I feel like right. It's his he's baby. He should be in full control. I mean, if I created something and you know saw the success you know, through to this point yeah. or you know, or up until a few years ago, I, I would wanna have complete control. This is my baby. I birthed it. I want I want complete control of it is what I what I would feel like. And and that's not just a George Lucas thing. That's like Creator.
0: that's the kind of that's kinda, like, that's that's kinda that's the, the MO for Kathleen Kennedy.
1: Is she here you go, here's here's the last Jedi, Ryan. You got it. Write it, direct it, do everything that you want. You know what I mean? Like they they do that now. Yeah. That's a trendy thing to do is give the directors Well they
0: didn't let George Lucas uh you know, Bob Iger didn't let him, you know, have control.
1: Well, once he sold it to them, no. Yeah, but he even right? he didn't even he yeah lied he, to yeah him. yeah no he took his he yeah. he basically wiped well, let me his let me hiney. jump
0: into this. So rumor has it, it's just a rumor, okay, but it's it's fun to talk about. So rumor has it that the one and only George Lucas would return to the Star Wars franchise to make more movies, but only if he has full control. It was reported this weekend. Um, and this was an article from January 27th from Bailey Abel, Sorry about Abel, that. Um, if you want to Google that. Um, it was reported this weekend that George Lucas himself would return to work on Star Wars if Disney gave him the green light to do so. And only if Disney said that Lucas could have full creative control over the films. Um, Disney is well aware of the fact that Lucas took issue with Star Wars films that Disney has released since the company acquired Lucasfilm. Uh, And Lucas isn't alone in his disapproval with Disney's Star Wars. There are plenty of fans who think that the franchise pre-acquisition was much better. According to some sources, it looks like Disney and Lucas are willing to set aside their differences to make movie magic happen. Or at least to let Lucas make movie magic happen. So, it's a rumor. I don't think it's going to happen. No, right. But do you think... Do you think that's kind of where we are? Do you think... We need Lucas back. Um,
1: well, so here's—we talked about this on a few podcasts ago about kind of how George Lucas is um, the what's the word I'm looking for the 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 thoughts on George Lucas in the prequel, as you've said a couple right. times, have certainly st- stood up to the you know the the test of time and have aged. Drastically better than what anyone probably would have thought they were. Maybe that's some of the you know some of that is due to the sequel trilogy not being perceived all that well in a lot of cases, and just the continent con, contin,
0: conti, continuity
1: yeah continuity issues in that sequel trilogy. I feel like, and I told you this a few podcasts ago is is you know when the Force Awakens was announced, I at the time felt kind of relieved that George wasn't having a lot to do with it that it was Why? jj because you
0: didn't like the prequels yeah
1: i mean i do like the prequels i just there's parts of them i didn't like and it could have been done so much better and they were so kind of kiddie mm-hmm. pg at times But I,
0: I think there's something to having the except cre- for revenge
1: of the sith it was dark <laughs> okay i got it
0: i i think there's something though to having the creator be in control And so, in other words, it kind of gives some validity to
1: having the creator have a voice in the room and being in full control. And that was probably probably some, especially if you watch some of the YouTube videos and things like that on the making of. um, You know, one that I watched that I've watched a few times now is even after like the screening that uh, George did with his like closest confidants, he was like, "Man, I might have done too much." And the people in the room are just putting him on a pedestal. George, it's it's great. It's great. Everything's wonderful. It's wonderful. And I think that might be the problem. Have a voice in the room. Have a very loud voice in the room, George. Complete control at this point because it's such a moneymaker. I don't know if you can hand that over to him.
0: Especially I, since would, he sold it. I would prefer him to be involved
1: though. And oh, I think, me too. And I know me too. you know
0: and I know a lot of people back on the, the prequels, and yeah, those crazy people that are like, You ruined my childhood, stupid stuff Insane. like that. But you know They're still it, very
1: Star Wars esque.
0: It just it gives legitimacy to 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 the story, you know, because he's the creator. Like this is his say what you want. Star Wars is his story. No it doubt. came from his mind. Yep. It's his thing. And so you know, I will give him the benefit of the doubt where he takes the story. But when you start, when you remove him from the equation and then you throw other people in it and they start throwing their own interpretations on it and taking it where they want to go, then it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're that's where it. we create some issues, yeah, I, I, I feel
1: like. I, no, I understand. And I think you're you're really... Because, I mean, George didn't have... None of this was in his mind originally. You know what I mean? Like, what, you know, I know there was... There's that talk, and Mark Hamill's talked about it a lot. And way back in the day, Mark Hamill talked about an interview where George approached him and said, Hey, you know, could you see yourself being the Obi Wan Kenobi type guy a long, long time from now? You know, so I know George kind of had that. Um, a timeline, a bit in his mind of carrying yeah, this thing on, but there sold, were really
0: no bones. Well, to when make. they sold Lucasfilm to, he had some drafts to Disney. Yeah, yeah he he put together some drafts of Seven Eight Nine, and he you know he thought the deal was he was going to have input, right? And uh, they didn't use any of his yeah, things. And,
1: you know, boy, how much would you? I I, I, I would pay. I would pay good money to have those drafts. Yeah. And uh, probably you know, one day,
0: the the other part of the rumor is. Uh, Lucas also wants Dave Filoni.
1: See, that's that's what I was going to right? bring up, is maybe George has uh, now kind of passed the torch to Dave.
0: Yeah, well, it says he would want him to be right by his side to help him turn things around. Um,
1: <laughs> turn things around, that suggests it's headed in the wrong direction. Yeah,
0: the, and the only thing that, and, and we might get this towards the end, and maybe, I don't know, maybe yes or stuff, but, you know, Mandalorians like the 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 shining light right now. Right. And, yeah, I mean, you know, when you look at it, Dave Filoni's involved. You got know, John Favreau, um, but it's it's very old school. It's yeah. very OT. It's very
1: fan appealing.
0: Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Like you know, um, I, that's 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 one of the things that have been so good about it. So, anyways, it's an interesting rumor. We'll see if it picks up any steam. Um, you know, again, that, that was from January twenty seventh an article i can't remember what site i found it on but bailey abel if you want to look that up well january 27th Um, that's
1: recent yeah yesterday this is is january 28th Yeah, so that is good so it hasn't been debunked yet that we know of no
0: um all right so jacob you you got some things that you're gonna roll into i do
1: i i i wanted to start with uh mandalorian i'm actually going back through it um and uh we started with with uh obviously episode one and uh, chapter one, and we're going back through it. You know, believe it or not, this is going to sound this is going to sound way worse than what I intended to. But okay. you know, time was sensitive, and kind of going back through these Mandalorian episodes, I actually skipped the one. Can can you can you guess which Mandalorian the f- episode? The farm one. I did. Yeah. I did. It, you know, as you've said a couple of times, it didn't progress the story a whole lot, and it wasn't my favorite episode. And time was sensitive, so I wanted to get to the next one. But I picked up on something. And again, this has probably been talked about at length, but I Googled it today to try to get an answer to this question is where did the pulse rifle go? So we have it in episode one, it's used. Two, uh, three, the Sin, he uses it heavily. The Sin, yeah. Um, four is the one with uh, chapter four, is the one that's on the farm. He gives it to Kara to go, you know, shoot the ATAT walker. And then I don't think we see it again. Did you notice that? Is I guess would be my first question. I didn't know I didn't I even, to, until didn't even think about it until I, I went right, back though. to start watching them because I loved, I thought that was one of the coolest weapons. There's a history to that weapon. Do you know anything about it?
0: The holiday special? No. Well, yeah, that's that's true, right? <laughs> yeah. It is at
1: least um, the, like the visual part of it is right. after the holiday special. It was banned by the uh, Re- Senate Republic, the Republic Senate, like way back in the day. I think uh-huh. during the Clone Wars they banned the use of that weapon. It's also, now this is odd to understand, it's also one of the most like excruciatingly painful ways to die.
0: Well, it disintegrates them. You, you would know.
1: think it'd be super quick. Yeah. And when I watched the first couple episodes and he's disintegrating these Jawas, in my head I'd be like, if, if I'm going to go out and that's the way I'd want to go, because you would assume, seemingly think that it's painless. But apparently it's not. You know, there's some science behind it that makes it pretty painful. Yeah. But, you know, the real question is, is, what happened to it? Where did it go? Yeah,
0: that's true. I never thought about it. I guess it's... I'm nice asking you a question, gun. and I, I, I demand know.
1: an answer. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't
0: even notice it.
1: So I enjoyed that weapon, and it is weird that he had it and used it fairly predominantly the through first, the first yeah. uh, four yeah. episodes, and then you don't see it again through really the second half of the episodes. And I didn't notice it at all. Yeah, Five, noticed, six, seven, yeah. eight. Didn't notice he didn't have it.
0: Wow. Hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah, okay. So if anybody out there wants to chime in on our Facebook page... Yeah. Provide an answer. Okay. Um, the Obi Wan series.
0: It's happening.
1: I know it's happening. Okay. okay. Calm
0: down. It's going to be I'm, okay. I'm
1: not, well, oh no. I, I don't know if I can calm down or not.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so I'm going to read this, and this is off of comicbook.com. And as Brian said, a lot of this is rumors. But it's fun to talk about, yeah, sure. right? So, following buzz earlier this month, uh, earlier the, earlier this month that trouble was brewing for the Obi Wan Kenobi series that was being developed uh, for Disney Plus. Collider is reporting that the series has been put on hold indefinitely. Don don As Lucasfilm develops the series, according to their sources, the scripts for the series mm. weren't up to Lucasfilm president. Kathleen Kennedy standards and once the scripts are rewritten production could resume as Lucasfilm never officially confirmed when the series would head into production this is surely disheartening news as we don't know when production could start and a subsequent release date could be announced but it would seem that the studio is more focused on delivering the best story possible blah 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 Um, and that's pretty much it on that so these are some of the things that I've heard put on hold indefinitely that there has been an, a reduction in the number of episodes. Do you remember how many it was slated to originally? I thought it was like six
0: or eight. And now that's it's like what I thought.
1: Four yeah. or
0: something, which would, that seems, unless they're like an hour long or two, an hour and a half long. Yeah, and here's the benefit to four this whole episodes?
1: weekly release thing. Like four is four is not enough.
0: If you're going to do four, you might as well just throw it all at once. Yeah,
1: I mean, exactly you know? right? Or at least two parts or something. But, um,.
0: Four episodes.
1: So that I heard that some of the rewrites happened because they felt that it it mirrored The Mandalorian too close. All right? So I'm going to read this other this other part here. And again, I can't give credit where credit is due. Disney is looking within its circle of Luke, Lucasfilm regulars for a writer to replace... I'm not going to be able to Just say this it. right.
0: Just do it.
1: Hossein Amini. Nailed it. Thank you. It. On the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, Star Wars The Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels creator... Dave Filoni, and longtime Star Wars TV writer, Christopher Yost. Do you know why we like Christopher Yost?
0: I know the name. Yeah,
1: he wrote, I think, one or two episodes of The Mandalorian, and I think directed an episode, The Prisoner, the one that I love and you're you're not a big fan of. Christopher Yost are among those being eyed by Disney as the new Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series writer. Both Filoni and Yost are part of the Disney Plus family as well having written episodes of The Mandalorian, with Filoni also directing two of them. Filoni and Yost might be the writers Disney Plus is looking for, according to Variety. The outlet reports that Lucasfilm was on the hunt for a new writer to replace Hossein Amini after the original Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series' writer was dropped from the project and his scripts thrown out in a dramatic overhaul of the Disney Plus series. Production on the series is currently stalled. As Lucasfilm hunts for a new writer to replace Amini, and according to Variety, that writer may be Feloni or Yoast.
0: I mean, I'd be okay with Feloni for sure. Absolutely, I'd be okay um, with either one of those guys. You know, you mentioned something in the original part you read that it's you know it's for they're trying to get the best story possible, and as long as that's the reason, then I'm okay. If it's like you know we need to, we want to you know hey we need to have you know this put in or that put in to. to you know, push a agenda or a narrative or something like that, or to be diverse. You know what I mean? I, I just want the best story possible. And if that's the reason, then, then I'm fine with it.
1: So I'm going to read this other part. Both Filoni or Yost are solid choices for Lucasfilm and ones that have a proven track record within the Star Wars universe. It seems unlikely for now that Lucasfilm would go with an unknown. But we'll have to wait and see how they reshape the Obi-Wan TV series. So... The guy that they replace, Hossein Amini, I don't know that name at all. So, it, so I might be wrong on this, but it seems like they went with an unknown from the start. Yeah. So if it's a if it's a bad idea to to reshape this thing with an unknown, why would you even start the thing with an unknown?
0: It's Kathleen Kennedy. That's what she does. She, she hires somebody and then changes her mind. And yeah. And then hires somebody and, 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 that and then changes her mind. It's her MO.
1: Inconsistency.
0: Yeah. I mean, we her talked about this again. Her is terrible.
1: I'm yeah. It's, no, it really is bad. We, we talked about this, you know, a few podcasts ago. Again, we, we brought up the different projects mm-hmm. that have been underneath her watch that have had mm-hmm. issues. And here we are again in recent news, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. With again rep- now, now reported issues now, you know I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to something slightly more positive, because my guy Ewan McGregor came out and downplays a lot of this stuff yeah. at a press event Thursday night. Uh, and again, this was released on January 23rd. So at a press event Thursday night, Ewan McGregor addressed the drama surrounding the upcoming Disney Plus Star Wars series Obi Wan, telling reporters that despite the news, the production. D- Despite news, the production has been delayed. That's not what I was looking for. The show is happening. Okay, I got it. Despite the news, the production has been delayed. The show is happening as scheduled, and most of what has been reported is bull. Go, Brian.
0: Honky. Yep.
1: <laughs> we just pushed the shoot to the beginning of next year. The scripts are really good. Uh, UN says I saw 90% of the writing and really liked it. Um, all this Bull. Honky. About creative differences and all that stuff is none of it's true. He continued, suggesting the delay is somewhat related to the rise of Skywalker. They just pushed the dates, basically. So,
0: so, who do you believe? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like, again, as long as it's happening, number one, and then number two, as long as it's a good story. That's all I care about. That's all I can ask for.
1: I agree. Right. One more piece of information on the Obi Wan series, and this is could be slightly old news. Okay. Did you did you know that they were casting for a young
0: Luke Skywalker? Yeah, did you hear yeah, about I that? Hear that. I didn't hear that. Didn't
1: hear anything else about it. It's uh-huh. kind of cool. Makes me excited. Um, you know, not that you know we're gonna see Luke doing I, I think anything really cool. I,
0: yeah, I don't know that you'd. I almost felt like maybe you'd see him, like, in the background or, or kind of off in the distance. You know, I don't know. You're going to have... Maybe you would, maybe they will have, like, a a scene. I think if you get... Well, you he look, knows who Obi-Wan is, you know? No. Nah, well, he he's kind of like, yeah, like, old Ben from... Yeah. But I don't think they... So maybe they have a run-in. But I don't think... Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to be... Um, you're not gonna see Luke on every episode. It's no, not I don't gonna think be the so Mandalorian either. where you're babysitting Luke, like how you're babysitting. Oh yeah, of course not. Yoda, yeah, yeah you know no, I, mean? I agree. All right. What's next, Jake? Um.
1: um yeah, that's pretty much all my stuff. That was Unless, it? Yeah, you that's think it. Think it, went know, it went fast. I know it went fast. Well, <laughs> I do have. I mean, I have my other pages of stuff that we haven't gotten to over the other mini episodes. <laughs> let me get through i me to go to it what else you got
0: uh, let's jump into the Kylo let's have That's a 15 minute
1: podcast
0: yeah. Kylo uh, the rise of Kylo Ren so um, this this comic has been out there's only there's only going to be four and, and uh, we've had two come out so far uh, the first one was back in December I think it was December 18th the second one came out January 8th so what I'm going to do Jake Ub, thank you is uh I'm going to kind of just read through the plot. I mean, that's the best way to do it because I don't have the comic here with me. And, um, you know, we'll kind of talk about some of this, some of the things that are interesting. And so this takes place um, before The Force Awakens, right? So this is The Rise of Kylo Ren. This is how he turns... um, to the dark side or, or gets into the dark side and gets in with Snoke and so on and so forth so the rise of Kylo Ren number one this is the way it starts okay so it starts off a man named Ren speaks to two brothers and so basically it starts off with this guy <coughs> um, he says my name is Ren and uh, he wears um, he wears a mask but like no what was weird is like no eyelids like it's just like a, a, a mask over his face but you can't see like i don't know how he sees through it um i don't know if it's because he's force sensitive he can see through it or what but it doesn't seem to me that he could see through it but he wears this mask he's shirtless and kind of has uh you know weapons and so on and so forth but anyways a man named Ren speaks to two brothers Kirst and fillin uh i'm not sure if i'm saying those right it doesn't matter uh, meanwhile Ren's allies the knights of Ren, battle agents of sector security who are attempting to apprehend the brothers based on their crime of having killed at least a hundred people. Ren tells Karis that he can join him and become a Knight of Ren and the Knights heard of him from a friend who told them that Karist was force sensitive. Karis confirms the friend's story while Fillion tells Ren that they will become knights if he can get them out of there. Um, and so basically what happens is these, these the Knights of Ren are going around looking for force sensitive people. Right. And these brothers killed um, 100 people. And um, and because of that, there's sector security is it's kind of like the police in this area is looking for them. And so Ren's, the, the guy Ren here is saying, hey, I'll save you guys. Um, uh, and so Ren tells Karis that he can prove his loyalty to the Knights of Ren by killing his brother. So one of the things that are with the Knights of Ren is so like if you're uh, – more sensitive um, and you want to become in the Knights of Ren you have to kind of like make a, a sacrifice you have to pay a due and it, it seems to, to me just from the gist of that was it's it's you know you're killing somebody mm-hmm. to, to get in it's kind of weird right Um, but, I guess
1: that's new to Star Wars but you yeah. see that a well, little to, bit the type of listen, initiations yeah.
0: throughout um, film so, Ren tells Karras that he can prove his loyalty to the Knights by killing his brother. However, Fillion shoots and kills Karis before the latter has a chance to carry out a Ren's order. So, Ren tells the, the Force-sensitive brother, Hey, if you kill your brother, you can come in and be part of the Knights of Ren and we'll get out of here. Well, Fillion kills Karis, the one who is Force-sensitive, okay? Saying, okay, great, now let me be in the Knights of Ren because I killed my brother, right? So, Ren doesn't say because you're Force-sensitive... You know, he just turns to Killian and says, if you kill your brother, you can come with us. And so, Fillion thinks, I can go with him if I kill him first. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, he kills them. Um, while impressed by Fillion's character, Ren refuses to induct him on the basis of his lack of the sensitivity, and he kills him. So, the both brothers oh die. goodness. All right. So, you follow me so far? Yep. Okay. Ren regroups with the knights, one of whom named Trudgen oh asks him if he, I don't know. Asking him if he was successful in recruiting Karist, Brent says that he was not, but it does not matter because the master. They don't say who the master is, will find another suitable candidate soon. Okay, hmm. I should point out, uh, from what I understand, and I don't think I'm wrong, this there's two two have been released. This is the first one. Um, Charles Soule is the writer. I don't know that he had, from what I understand, he didn't have access to the Rise of Skywalker plot points okay. when he wrote this first one. The second one, he does. So
1: these are these are still coming out like weekly. Yeah, there's gonna be two okay. more. No,
0: they're kind of like one one a month.
1: Oh wow, that's sporadic. Um,
0: yeah, so there'll be How one. How they? There'll be one in February. I mean, like a normal comic. I don't okay. Know. Uh, there'll be one in February and there'll be one in March and that's it. All right, so so you have that right then it jumps to kylo ren okay, okay. so it's kind of like a prologue Alright. and this is basically going to be the destruction of the jedi temple so you remember in the flashback scene in force yeah. awakens this is this is that moment okay part of that moment okay so where luke
1: um, reaches his hand up from the rubble and you see yeah. the robotic arm okay so it
0: says luke skywalker's temple is burning as ben solo watches from the skies jedi trainees henix Ty and Vo observe the scene from their starship, the Verity. Verity.
1: These names. So they're, so they're, and I, I kind of remember this from a, a yeah, couple of Yeah, we talked a little yeah, bit about comes, in, Yeah, they're coming in, coming back from a mission or yeah, whatever yeah, right. to this burning yeah. temple.
0: Henix tells the others that they should land and help, but Vo says that she does not sense anyone on the ground. However, Ty, Ty does sense a presence, that of Solo. So, following Ty's instincts, they land near the temple where they confront Solo. Ben tells them that Luke Skywalker attempted to murder him in his sleep. Right. Okay. And the Jedi is now dead. Um, and so, you know, I guess do we think did, – did Ben think that Luke was dead there at that moment? It, I, it, it seems –
1: Yeah, it seems like – I mean, even watching so. the
0: – No, he later he knew. All right. So, well, but, but Luke time, shut himself time off from the Force, so yeah. I don't know
1: how he would know or not. Voh
0: tells Solo that uh, he would not be able to kill Skywalker, to which Ben rebuts that he is stronger than three other Jedi combined. Despite Ty's protest... Uh, despite Ty's uh, protest... <laughs> that word? I don't know. There's a, there's a different word there. Uh, Hennix and Vo draw their lightsabers. Vo attacks Solo, but the latter freezes her in midair and throws her into Hennix. Okay. Follow me?
1: I'm with you. I didn't know the one was a chick.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's two guys and a girl. And okay. They're different aliens and stuff. The three Jedi prepare to take on Solo together, but he uses the Force to violently levitate debris from the temple, accidentally stabbing Hennix in the side. Wowzers. Vo attempts to remove the debris, but Hennix tells her that the procedure will be safer on the Verity, their ship. Right. Ty and Vo decide to prioritize saving Hennix, letting Solo escape in a nearby ship. The Grimtosh. There you go. Sounds good. All right, back on Variety, Ty Ty tends to Hennick's wounds while Vo pilots the ship, giving chase to Kylo. Well, Ben at this point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To lose the Variety, Solo makes an attack run, damaging the opposing ship's main engines. With the other Jedi incapacitated, uh, the... Kylo's ship on board droid Gigi. Oh my god. <laughs> ask, ask Solo for the destination. Gigi. Solo Solo experiences a flashback beginning with the moment in which he and Skywalker cross blades. Solo brings his cabin uh down. Cross upon blades
1: the like when he was sleeping. Yeah, think, okay. Yeah. Uh
0: Solo brings his cabin down upon the two and then emerges from the wreckage demanding to know why Skywalker attempted to murder him. Suddenly a massive lightning bolt ...comes down from the sky, destroying the Jedi Temple. What? Right. So this is when he's... Yeah. This is what happened. Where'd the lightning bolt come from? Because he pulled it down. Luke? No. Kylo? Kylo. Kind of like Yoda. What the fart? On the variety, Ty says that they they have to find Solo. Hennix enters the cockpit and tells them that they'll be able to track Kylo through a transpond. Ben, I should say. A transponder that Gigi will activate once they leave, which is standard procedure in case something were to go wrong in a mission. Tai asks if they should call Solo's mother, Leia, and tell her what has happened, but Vo tells them they should discover the truth behind Solo's betrayal and the destruction of the temple before they invoke a third party. Now here's where it gets weird.
1: Okay.
0: All right, so Ben. I mean,
1: I could have just gone with that last paragraph about the lightning bolt. That was that that yeah. that that's tying me into wanting to get this comic. That's some interesting so stuff. So Ben,
0: uh, Ben um, lands. I wish they start calling him.
1: Ky- he's Kylo with this point, no, right?
0: He's, he's Ben. You'll let me finish. Okay. Ben lands at the space station where he meets Snoke. The two Palpatine's embrace. pulpit Puppet. The, the two embrace, and that's kind of a weird scene. Like he like hugs Snoke, and Snoke hugs him. Kind of weird, right? When you consider their relationship in The Force Awakens and all that, it doesn't right. seem like that. Um, after which, Solo remarks on Snoke's yeah, scar- but you
1: know that's he knows that that's what he needed at that time. You know that's Palpatine again, puppet yeah. master.
0: After which, Solo remarks on Snoke's scarred appearance, mentioning that they were caused by Skywalker. And so, yeah, there's a scene where where Kylo sa- or Ben says, "Look what you know, Luke, Master Luke did to you." And then uh, Snoke says it's nothing. Uh, it's nothing compared to what he's done to you, or what he tried to do to you. And so that's kind of weird, right? So all right, what did like Luke all try the, to
1: do to Kylo? Really? Or well, he's saying
0: when he tried to kill right. Ben. But he. But but we know he unignited
1: his lightsaber.
0: Okay. So this is Palpatine controlling Snoke. Whatever. Right. Snoke's a manipulator. But what was odd is Ben is Solo they, should be smarter than this. But us. Luke. Luke is the one that that made Snoke the way he looks, as far as the scarring and the, and the yeah, you know, no, face I, I and got things. That. Like that, that's, 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 not, uh, that's not that's not that's something an... we need to know more about, right? Snoke tells Solo that, yeah, he... because
1: you would I'm sorry, to interrupt, but you would think that that would that's just like from maybe the way I originally had thought that when we knew that, stuff yeah, is that it's yeah. The, they just haven't perfected or or right. Palpatine hasn't perfected this yeah. this thing yet, and it's a little bit more kind of homemade type, Uh, you know, cloning. And that's why it just wasn't a perfect example.
0: Uh, Snoke tells Solo that he failed to kill Skywalker. So I would like to see that battle.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: But they can set aside that problem for now. Snoke asks Solo what he plans to do now that he's no longer under Skywalker's instruction. Solo says that he's been thinking about the Knights of Ren. That's chapter one or comic book one. Comic book two. You've got a few more there. Are we going to do what you just did? Yeah, I mean, is that okay? All right. <laughs> That's good. That's <laughs> no, no, no. All right. I, I, maybe gloss a little bit more. Well, oh, I have to – sometimes I have to read that to, to kind All of right, understand, well, let's, right? All right, well,
1: let's bring up something else real quick. Is that okay?
0: No, let's go – let's stay on track here. <laughs> Fine. It's, we're not editing this either. People are going to see how this really works between you and I. <laughs> oh, I'm tired of it. Oh, okay. No, so we're going to get to <laughs> Yeah, they're going to see that then, it's, it's my podcast. This I'm in control. This one's pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty interesting. All right. So <clears throat> so we come back. We're still on the uh, space station with Snoke and Ben. Okay. Uh, he mentions that the station was built by people who wanted to create an oasis of light in the Great Shadow, but they did not succeed. So it's kind of weird. Solo is living like on the space station with like all this plant life all around him. Snoke is. Um Solo tells Snoke that he thinks he could learn from the Knights of Ren. Snoke agrees, but adds that the Knights might not want to recruit a former Jedi, particularly one named Ben Solo. Ben says that he hates that name as it creates unrealistic expectations of him. Um, and so he mentions something, I think, in the comic that he did, he's like, I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know Ben Kenobi. You know, that's who he's named after. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so... Interesting. A First Order Sentry droid informs Snoke that there's an incoming transmission from General Hux. Snoke tells the droid to inform Hux that he can't speak to him at this point. Solo asks Snoke, who's Hux? Snoke replies that Solo is not his only friend and asks him for his true name. Asks Ben for Ben's true name. Saying that he will become his true self once he embraces the dark side of the Force. Snoke senses the name in Solo's mind and praises it. And this is where I think Kylo is coming from. Or I don't know if he's thinking Vader or what. But I would. Anyway, um, Solo disagrees, saying that it was something that he thought of as a child. It had to be. Ky- it has to be Kylo. the name right. Kylo. Snoke replies that this is why it's correct, because children's thoughts are pure and they do not deceive themselves. What? Snoke theorizes that the Knights could be the first step on Solo's path to becoming his true self. Solo asks him where they are. And Snoke tells him that he will need to find them on his own and should begin in the place where he previously met them, right? Because remember, he said, I've been thinking about the Knights of Ren, so they've met prior to this. Snoke adds that he cannot fail to join the Knights as the cost of failure is death. Okay, now it jumps back to years earlier to where his first meeting with the Knights of Ren, okay? Okay. And this is when he's a Padawan with, uh, with Luke, Luke right. Okay. So years earlier, same planet with the Jedi Temple training with Luke. Well, they're on a starship. Years later, okay. Solo, Luke Skywalker, and Lor San Tekka. Years, not years
1: later, right? Years, years later, earlier. Yeah.
0: Solo, Luke, and Lor San Tekka are ah. on a starship heading towards a Jedi outpost on Alfrana. Skywalker asks Tekka, Lor San Tekka, if he's if he is certain that a Jedi outpost would be located so far away from the Core Worlds. Tekka replies that he's learned to recognize a description of a Jedi outpost during his travels. Meanwhile, Snoke mentally communicates with Solo, asking if he is okay. Right, so this is back, so they had this relationship still. Solo replies that they are headed towards an outpost on the edge of the Outer Rim to find junk Master Luke will lock away in his temple and never use. Solo is frustrated that Skywalker is not allowing him to reach his full potential as a Force user. What does that sound like? little bit of anakin right yeah, always yeah. frustrated
1: he's holding me back
0: oh uh, of the three find that the entrance to the outpost has remained intact over the years since the high republic era skywalker tells solo to be careful recalling an incident where he found a lightsaber that sprung a trap Wait, um, so i guess apparently they're on some other mission he saw a lightsaber on the ground like a, it relic, like a booby picked trap. It up, yeah okay a booby trap inside the outpost they find many artifacts no <laughs> <laughs> oh, you popped in my mind it was it's, the goodies no the goodies remember the goodies that's why I said booty okay, trap alright okay. right. <laughs> inside the outpost they find artifacts leading Tekka to the 37 that,
1: Brian that, 37
0: <laughs> that the Jedi use the outpost as a storage site uh, Skywalker finds a Jedi holocron while Solo discovers a lightsaber rifle wowzers yeah suddenly both Master and Padawan sense something they turn to see the Knights of Ren assembled before them the Knight's leader, Ren, so the same guy, tells Skywalker that everything inside the outpost belongs to him and his allies. Skywalker retorts that it all belongs to him as it is a Jedi outpost, and he is the last Jedi. And that's something I never get, because there's other Jedi still running around from Order 66, but whatever. Right. Seriously. Well,
1: but... Okay, it just go. bothers that's, that's me. Great... It just bothers me. No, I get it. I want to take a break. Who's running me? around?
0: There's other the red headed
1: kid from the video game. Right? He's still running around. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's other ones. I don't know their names. Kanan? Vader's Vader's hunting him down and stuff. Well, he's gone at this point. Oh. Uh, uh, anyway. Whatever.
1: Maybe Ahsoka. The red-headed kid from the video game. Yeah.
0: Alright. Telling the knights that they are going to get uh, telling the knights that they are going to get what they came for, Ran ignites his lightsaber. Skywalker tells Tekka to stay out of the fight and orders solo to look after him. Tekka protests that Skywalker will not be able to fight the Seven Knights on his own. Igniting his lightsaber, Skywalker replies that he'll be just fine.
1: Mm-hmm. So Ren
0: orders the Knights to attack Skywalker. He dodges their attacks. Skywalker uses the Force to repel the Knights, throwing them against the walls of the outpost. This is like the Luke we didn't get. Right. You know. On the side, Tekken marvels at Skywalker's ability. Skywalker asks the Knights if they've had enough. Ren replies that they still have numbers on their side. Skywalker lifts their weapons into the air and crushes them, leaving only Ren with a weapon. I mean, oh, why didn't geez, we get stuff like dude. this? So disappointing. Ren flips a, light, a switch on his lightsaber, telling Skywalker, and it's Red, by the way, telling Skywalker that if the weapon leaves his hand, it will explode, killing them all. So he has, like, a like a dead switch on his lightsaber for a bomb. Ren does. Oh, that's weird. Um, he also adds that he can sense the dark side in Solo. So he's having this conversation with Luke, and he points out that he, you know, hey, your Padawan here has some dark in him. This guy, Laura Santeca no, says this? Uh, Ren says that to Luke about Kylo, or about Ben. Wait, what, say that again. Ren, Wren. The, from the Knights of Wren. You're right. Tells Luke, oh, okay. hey, by the way, So your that's Padawan, essentially Luke's first your Padawan, inclination. Uh, that... I think you it seems like he's kind of heard that before, maybe sensed yeah. it. Um, Skywalker tells Ren to leave. Ren agrees, but unmasks first. He asks Solo, and he's just a dude. I mean, uh, he asks so Ren's Solo, a,
1: somebody we don't know, this yeah. guy that they're calling Ren. Right.
0: He asks Solo okay. whether he's sure he wants to be a Jedi, and tells him to contact the Knights if he ever wants to explore his dark side more. Jiminy crickets. Okay. So then it jumps back now to the present, where we're now, where Ben's now looking for the Knights of Ren. Okay. Okay. So in the present, Solo finds Ren's discarded helmet on the floor of the Jedi outpost. So he goes back to that outpost, finds that helmet that Ren threw off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He puts it on and receives a transmission from Ren telling him to go to Van Rack, where the Knights are currently located. So it's like he says, hey, I didn't think I would ever see you again, kid, or something like that. Or, mm-hmm. or maybe he says, I thought you'd be back. I don't know, but tells him where they're located. Solo takes the mask off and is admiring it when he's confronted by Henex, Ty, and Vo. So the three Jedi. Oh yeah, 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 the yeah. First.
1: Comic. Yeah, they were landing, and they got in the fight with, and they. And just, so that yeah. that's
0: where it ends. And and again, it does make a point here when creating this issue. Charles Soule had insight into the then unreleased Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, which revealed Snoke to be a pawn of Darth Sidious. He did not have that insight when he did the first, the first comic. Um, hmm. Anyway, that's it. So it's interesting. There's only two more. Um, oh, it's a four-parter. Yeah, it's only four parts, and uh, you know, so it's it's it goes all the way up to where he becomes Kylo Ren. Okay, yeah, and so we talked about that. You know,
1: I that was one of my things that I wanted. You know, we had our list before the Rise of Skywalker came out. That you know, things I want, things I need, yeah. and I think that was one of the things on my. It would just seem so like you know, you think this guy, Dad Han Solo. Yeah, granted, maybe not the best dad in the world. Mom, Leia. Uncle Luke, who you you know is like an exceptional guy until right. the sequels came yeah, out. Yeah, it
0: hasn't mentioned his dad at all yet. Um, you know, I would hope the parents get involved at least in the third. You see a little bit yeah. of something there. Hopefully. Um, so, But it's interesting. It, I, and it is a little depressing that you get to see... The Luke we wanted. I know. So, okay. So, like, here we go. Ready?
1: Been. I wrote this down when, when you were droning on and I had to tell the story. On. Oh, my God. I mean, I, 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 want, I tell you this. I will give you credit because you you whetted my appetite, wet my appetite, and now I want to read it and then see the pictures that go along with it um, in that comic. So, that, that might be one that I get. Mark Hamill is what? Probably in his early 60s right now? No idea. Okay. Way to be involved. Um, is it completely out of the realm of possibility Yes. to see a live action feature length film with Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker somewhere in this timeline that you're talking about?
0: Yes, it is. He's too old. He's too old. Uh, you have to go with... He's uh, not
1: in bad shape. They can do some amazing things with de aging. No,
0: no, for a whole movie. Yes, no. for a whole movie. He's too old, dude. They got to do it. No, do uh, S- Sebastian Shaw? Is that his name? No. Yeah, yeah. he okay, does. He Have you like ever seen that? Poo on he that? Like, what he does, that does He's look a good like? Actor. Him. He looks like him, dude. You can with with the way they
1: think do things now. They could easily de age Mark Hamill. Seven or eight. It didn't look years. that
0: great in Rise of Skywalker. When they did it.
1: That's because he was all... Arr,
0: arr, arr, arr. No.
1: Mark Hamill is a good actor. <laughs> he could thin. act like I a 45-year-old. not he's old. not a good
0: actor. Okay, so Let he could act it, like a 45-year-old for old with some of the makeup. It Don't get it look some
1: plastic good. surgery. Give him a facelift. Do something no, with the eyelids. No. Make him look a little bit younger. I want to see Luke like in, in this in his... timeline. No. I want to see him lift their weapons up and crumble them with the, with, with the force. It's not going to happen. Oh,
0: that so that's happened. it. So
1: we got three movies.
0: What's wrong with going? You got Ewan McGregor doing great as Obi wan What's wrong
1: with? Did I, did you? Were you not involved in the first fifteen minutes of this podcast? I what I'm where is there's what's just
0: wrong with going with using another actor to portray somebody as a younger version? It takes you. They out of did it a with Han bit. Solo.
1: I know, but but he I, did fine. He did,
0: and that's Harrison Ford, who is but, a lot but there's harder. A, Harrison Ford is a lot harder. But there's a to, big difference. Harrison Ford is in his Mark early
1: seventies right now. I this understand. guy, hold on, but let me finish. Harrison Ford was in his is in his early seventies. They wanted to do a Han Solo before a New Hopes that had to put him in his mid to late twenties. I'm it. talking about Luke would be maybe in his mid to late forties at the timeline I'm talking about. I want to see him. In reality, Mark Hamill's in his late fifties, early sixties. It wouldn't be that hard. I feel like to make up, you know, de-age him I a mean, solid looked, ten years to where we could. Yeah, and like the, on and the. Wait, and
0: the force projection. Right. But even so, you're talking about, though, going probably 10 years before that, or at least maybe more.
1: There's plenty of videos out there how you can rub that stuff <laughs> underneath your eyes. <laughs> I follow a half a dozen gals I on don't Facebook know. I don't who. Think it's
0: Never one, it's not going to happen. They're done with the, with the Skywalker stuff. I know, saga. but it's such a bomb. So, is there we're like, talking this about? Literally this literally came up at work
1: today. You know, and, and one of my employees, you know, because they all know I'm a Star Wars guy. Right. We, 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 we had to work Saturday, and I made them watch Mandalorian Episode one. I literally pulled the drop down and made them watch it. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, Luke is the guy that they know, right? Yeah, Luke is sure. who everyone knows. We had a sequel trilogy of movies that are pushing three hours long each one. We really had Luke in one of them.
0: Yeah, you preach in the choir. I, don't, I, know, I know, it's just... I just don't think it's feasible for Mark to, to go and play young Mark.
1: I, again, it's not young Mark. It's middle-aged Mark. Okay, well, he's not middle-aged.
0: Well, he's borderline. Well, theoretically, he's middle-aged, yeah,
1: but... I think it's very possible. I, okay, I think the... the, the him being able to do it, I th- I don't see how you're arguing that point. I think it's extremely possible. I didn't say he can't do Whether it. Whether or I'm not saying
0: is it? I don't know. It, he looks like an you old couldn't man. You could buy looks... into it.
1: You wouldn't believe into it. You'd think he'd still look like he's in his early 60s. I got it. Yeah, I don't
0: know. Beside that,
1: do you think they'll? I mean, again, there's obviously not even a whisper out there of it, or we would hear about it. I mean, there's just I'm just grasping for straws at this point. There's no way they'll ever do anything like that, right?
0: No. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm sorry. It's okay.
1: It's sad. I mean it really is sad in a way. And I'm not trying to depress anyone out there. It's just, you know, Luke was um, you know, it's Luke Skywalker. He's just, you know, he's, he's, he's an amazing character and, you know, reading you know the parts that you read that we're seeing in a comic Mark book.
0: Mark Hamill is 68 years old. Holy.
1: <laughs> but but does he look 68? Um.
0: At times,
1: he looks. I I put him sixty-one. So I put him sixty-one. Then bring in the makeup artist; they can make him fifty-one.
0: Wow, sixty-eight. I don't think I realized he was that old. Me neither. Dang, he's almost seventy.
1: That's what sixty-eight is. Yeah, Yeah. almost seventy. Good for him, man. (laughs)
0: That's what sixty-eight is. All right. You have anything else you want to go Uh, through? I I I don't think we're gonna have time to jump into this uh, this grenade here. uh, That's uh, good. Well, we'll have to jump into <laughs> that. That will next surely
1: year. end us. I do have okay. So uh, this is a big one, right? This is this was my I had fifteen things that I wrote down after I watched the Rise of Skywalker. Okay, and we did like we just you know in our our Rise of Skywalker uh, breakdown, we did like most of them without me going through my list. They just came up in topic. Is the Skywalker saga legacy better after Return of the Jedi? Or is it better after The Rise of
0: Skywalker? The legacy? Yeah. <sighs> his legacy. I mean, I think you'd have to say, I don't want to say it, but I think you'd have to say after Rise of Skywalker only because his legend grew, quote-unquote.
1: In what way? But I think it was lame.
0: I think it was lame the way it did it, and 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 how they came up, you know, with the, the treatment of Luke and the story.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, can't, I, I can't, I can't, I can't see any other way around it. Luke Skywalker, at the end of Return, and even Leia, the Skywalker's in general. Did
0: he have a legacy at the Return of the Jedi? That's, that's a good point. I, well, that's why I'm saying. That's why you say that. That's why I have to say. Well, at that point, I don't think he he had. He was building a legacy. He was about to like, we're yeah. about to. This is it, like you would assume. That's what we well, we've, we've come to find He's out through books and comic
1: that. books and even The Mandalorian. Yeah, even nobody Nobody knows who right, Luke right. Skywalker is. The events that we saw in Return of the Jedi right. that's really just kind of the inner circle that's aware right. of that type of stuff, you know. That and I'm not talking about his, you know, his heroism being spread throughout the galaxy, just kind of internally. I, I I I don't think it's that hard to argue. If I had
0: to pick a Luke to be a be like
1: to know, see in film time and time again yeah to, and yeah. be
0: my hero or whatever, it's Return of the Jedi Luke. Right. You know, without a doubt. Um I mean
1: I I I do like Luke in the last Jedi levitating from a rock using that amazing force power. Confronting Kylo on. Ren. Yeah, when he's when he's doing the projection, the
0: astral projection. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I like I that. I was Luke. Really thinking Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. I like that Luke. Um I could have lived with it. we've been through all this. I know. I could have lived with all that, the force projection, the whole nine yards. If they did just think and kill him at the end and give him right. a chance to give us the Luke Like I just read in the comic book where he's like, "How
1: much time taking weapons
0: from people and crushing them and throwing them against walls?" Well, that's what I'm saying.
1: Like we got, dude. I I I feel like they gotta give us something. They have to. I want to start a listen. We have seven listeners, all seven of you. Let's start a writing campaign, right? (laughs) Write, Kathleen. Uh, There are power in numbers. (laughs) We want to see a Luke Skywalker prior to the Force Awakens. Even if it's only five years. Because we know Kylo didn't Look, turn, ever like bad.
0: If it ever happened, you're not going to get it in a movie. You'll get it on Disney+. Plus.
1: I'll take it. If it's got Mark Hamill in it, I'll take it.
0: 68-year-old I don't want Sebastian Mark, Shaw. Mark Hamill. They're not going to have the budget Dude, for that. Dude, they can do I'm, this in so 2020. Sebastian Shaw? Why are you such Nothing.
1: A Sebastian Shaw's too young. No,
0: he's not.
1: The timeline that I'm wanting to see Luke in okay. is before he turns to kind of curmudgeon leave me alone. Yeah. I was wrong, Luke. So how many like, years
0: after Return of the Jedi do you
1: want? Um, Fifteen. Sebastian Shaw. Uh, Alright. Uh, I, I, I so I'd handsome. rather have that than nothing. I'll okay, say that. I'd right, rather have right, that than right, nothing. Okay. But, but you know, I, I feel like Mark Hamill really has, um, you know, between Return of the Jedi and The Last Jedi, which is really all we saw him in, and the little bit of Rise of Skywalker, you know, man, he's he got really... Screwed he's really coming to his own with that character. And he, huh. dude, he's Luke Skywalker. He Boy, is. Yeah. And,
0: I get that.
1: You know, I'm a big Luke guy. As, as you are as well, I know.
0: Is Luke your favorite?
1: No, it's Obi-Wan.
0: Yeah, so Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, but... But but again, I just go to... Obi-Wan, they haven't Look how great, wait, look done how great wrong. Ewan McGregor did. And I get it. al Alec Guinness was, you know, come on, he was dead. But Ewan McGregor's done a great job as, yeah. as Obi-Wan. Why can't somebody do that with Luke?
1: You just worry that that we got lucky with Ewan. He did do a great job. I I, I don't know if they could uh, find someone like that with Luke. We saw it with. It's easy to point to you you know you you and McGregor and say, man, he did it.
0: Why is that we easy? haven't
1: seen the Luke guy yet that can maybe do it. So, you know, I find it I guess kind of hard to. Play. I mean, look, look I'm a, some, some on, distrust in
0: I'm a big Luke fan. You know, and I appreciate everything Mark Hamill's done with the role, but I mean, I mean, he didn't win any Oscars for playing Luke.
1: No, but I'll be honest with you, dude. In the Last Jedi, I feel like he probably should have been nominated. His performance was spectacular.
0: I was It just, was wonderful. I just hated the character so much. I think I couldn't even like appreciate the performance. I'm not saying. But he, he
1: lit the spell. Oh, bull, bu- bull sugar. The spa.
0: Bull sugar on that. <laughs> Alright, you got anything else? We want to shut this thing down? Uh, how
1: long are we? We, uh, are we
0: you know, we're we're approaching an hour. All
1: right. I do I do have some stuff that I feel like we need to get into at some okay. point. What do you got? Um the script leak. <laughs>
0: That's a lot. Is it okay. a lot? No, we go can ahead. Save it. Go ahead. So if so you if you quickly look on right. our Facebook page, you know, I posted uh, concept art from Colin Oh yeah Chavarro's yep. um, uh
1: Script leak. His, his version of yeah, The Rise well, of Skywalker. It's going to be
0: Duel of the Fates, which is a oh. terrible name. Oh, you think so? That I love man. it. No, Duel of the Fates. You're going to name it it's after the It's rehashing song. a little bit, but after who the cares? Song. Plus, it just, it just sounds weird. Duel of the Fates. Like, Duel oh of my Fates. Gosh,
1: maybe. dude, I can't do this with you anymore. <laughs> it's What's wrong with the name? Duel of
0: the Fates.
1: Duel is of it Duel Fates. of the Fates? Yeah. Okay, it's fine. It's, it's
0: as an it English really made, roll off the tongue.
1: It doesn't, so. I like it. Neither does "Empire Strikes Back" it doesn't really roll off the tongue. The
0: Empire Strikes Back.
1: Um, so Luke training Ray.
0: It does roll off the tongue.
1: The uh, can we move back. on? All right, pass the name. Fine name. You know why? Because why? it reminds you of Episode One. It ties in prequels yeah, right yeah. there, and it's one of the best scenes in all of Star Wars, and one of the best John yeah, right, Williams compositions scores, scores. He scores. He Oscar, in all of Star Wars. I know, him. number twenty-five hey, Grammy. Grammy. Yeah, yeah, number twenty-five, I believe. If I'm wrong, put it on Facebook and tell me I'm wrong. Um,
0: Nobody's got this far. I know, I sure, know, right? Sure Luke, okay. yeah,
1: they, you lost everybody in your <laughs> breakdown of the Kylo Ren. There was some good stuff in there. All no, right, I liked right. it. And I'm going to get those. Right. Luke training Ray. Yeah. That was his vision, Trevorrow's vision. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, what are we even talking about? We all about thought that, that was going to happen. It I'm happened. not
1: pooing on Leia. Here, here's ideally what happens. Both of them, you have Leia and Luke as a Force ghost training Ray. Uh,
0: you can't have a Force ghost train Ray. Why
1: Obi Wan? Obi Wan jumped in and helped train Luke in ways. Luke gave Obi Wan a uh, lot of lot of kudos. He gives him some. Obi Wan has trained you well, Darth Vader said. And he's been and Obi Wan had been dead for a full movie and a half at that point. Yoda, he just came back from Dagobah, and Darth Vader saying Obi Wan has trained you well.
0: So you're saying there's some mental training that we never got to see on how to use the force and so on and so forth. All right, I'll buy that.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, now this sounds cool to me. Luke's force ghosts haunting Kylo. Yeah,
0: that would have been cool. I right? Because
1: you see, you think about force ghosts and they're like these peaceful creatures. Yeah. They're like the Caspers. What about like a scary? Jedi. I mean, like,
0: uh, when you talk did, about a force okay, ghost, and you like use, that. like that's you how I thought about like, it. Yeah, like, haunting like, like, uh, him. Like,
1: literally a ghost in, like, paranormal like, activity uh, haunting Kylo Ren. It,
0: uh, Marley and, uh and, uh, uh, Me? Christmas Carol.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Pretty much, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, not, not to that degree. <laughs> but you think about force ghosts, and they're always like these, you know, it's, it's, w- we use that word ghost, right? But when it comes to Force Ghost, it's like a different take on ghost. Yeah. Why can't it be like Luke? Be like a normal ghost haunting Kylo? I'm not talking about going woo in the corner of the room, but like making. <laughs> I'd almost
0: rather see that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that would be that'd be a good SNL sketch right there. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's probably um, what it would have turned into.
1: Right. So, and again, we could spend some time on these. I'm trying to get through them because right, I know you got to get home. No, Ray Palpatine. That was the other thing yeah. that Trevorrow had, is she wasn't a Palpatine, right? And you know, I'm good with the Palpatine thing. Yeah, I'm not good yeah. with it. I, I, it's not. That, it's not that I just digest yeah. it and say, all right, whatever. You know, I'm I borderline like it because it explains. To, yeah. You know, I like I like to connect. It those seemed dots like the, the
0: logical and, thing to do. At yeah, that it did. Point. And again, I was. And, 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 Given everything we've been through, I, I was just oh, pretty I much it. willing to accept. No, I, I know, accept but, it anyway. here, here. but it made sense to me. I was like, to me, that was like the only logical place you could take it at the at the point of where we've been, and that's why I told people I was like, so how do you like it without trying to give them spoilers? They haven't seen it. I was yeah. like, I think it was good. I was like, I think, I think they ended it in my mind really like one of the only ways you could have, you know? Right.
1: So, you know, everybody wanted Rey, and that's what would have happened in in Trevorrow's version, is Rey would have been then a no one, as as it kind of played out in The Last Jedi. Leia was supposedly helping her cope with that fact that she's a no one. But isn't it much more dramatic to have her have to cope with being a Palpatine? You're not just a no one, you're an evil person. This is your heritage, and the movie ended in the way that it doesn't matter what your bloodline is. It doesn't matter what your heritage is. You get to decide your path.
0: You choose your own destiny. Right. The only thing is, you know, you talk about, isn't it more dramatic seeing her have to cope? The problem is, is we get to see a lot of that because they had to cram it all into one movie. Right. right? And that's, you know, that's where we talk about, you know, the missteps and how this whole thing was handled. Right. And that's why, you know, people talk about, man, there was just so much in the, last, in the, the Rise of Skywalker. You know, they crammed so much in. I'm like, well, yeah, it's because kind of had to to fix the story, yeah. you know, because there were just so many wasted opportunities in the last Jedi in my opinion. Um
1: yeah, I mean there uh, that was noisy, sorry. Um I have one thing that on, on my 15 points, so we'll, we'll we'll save that for next week. Um All right, so come back
0: next week. Yeah. We're going to hear the rest of Jacob droning so we, we on gotta about talk. the rise of Skywalker.
1: We I feel like I mean we, I feel like look, we just had Episode nine yeah. of the Rise of Skywalker, and yeah, we've dedicated a couple episodes to it. Certainly, and, and today we've get, we got into a lot of you know catching up on some of the news that are out there, and certainly the Obi Wan being my guy, Obi Wan Kenobi is my my Star Wars character that I love and follow and wanna you know I'm, I'm all involved in this one and keeping up with the news. We want to try to um, you know catch people up a little bit in a way in a way and let them know you know, what's going on out there if they don't follow a 100 different Star Wars sites much like I do. That being said, The Rise of Skywalker has been out less than a month, and, uh, you know, I feel like there's still a lot of things that we can talk about revolving around that film, you know, especially as, I don't want to say controversial, as, you know, kind of impactful as it was, I guess.
0: All right, so join us next week. Jacob will break down the rest of his fifteen points. I've only
1: got well, we already did uh, one through thirteen. Did we really? Yeah. Man, I mean I snoozed through all those. Well we didn't do them today. We did them in our Rise of Skywalker breakdown. Uh-huh. Two episodes. And then
0: ago. Uh, we're gonna talk about the Star Wars Culture War and then and then whatever other breaking news we have that comes our way. And just, I mean, just to be honest with you, just anything we wanna do because that's you know it's our podcast. Alright. Right? Well, is it our podcast? Uh, that's fine. Okay. It's ours. Good to know. Alright. Well
1: So long!